All right. Good morning, everybody. So today is November 23rd, and we are a couple days away from Thanksgiving. This is month numero dos. So, you know, we're on a roll. Hot streak. Let's keep that momentum rolling. Uh, quick disclaimer. This is a conversation between me and Mike for entertainment purposes. Um, don't take anything that, well, see, even my phone doesn't take it seriously. Don't take anything that we say seriously here. This is, again, take it at your own risk, at your own uh, at your best practices, and just, you know, be, be aware that all the, these things that we're talking about aren't always going to necessarily apply to you. So take it with your best judgment and then apply it accordingly. Yeah, absolutely. Well said on that. Uh, good morning, everybody. Um, long week ahead. <laughs> uh, sarcasm right there. But anyway, um, okay. Some of the topics. Some of the topics for today uh, involves on personal development. Uh, what is genuine desire? We've been talking about this concept for a long time, so it's time to kind of debate or argue about what it is. Uh, fitness, journaling your workouts. So writing down your workouts. I have a funny thing, sorry to say about that, but anyways, finance, best practices for saving money, and of course, some news updates, all right? So let's get, let's jump right into it. Uh, what is genuine desire? We mentioned it a lot. What, can you define it in simple words? So to the best of my abilities, I would say the genuine desire, and it doesn't even have to be like specifically relating to like men and women. It usually does, mm -hmm. but yeah. I want you to think about a dog, right? That dog loves you in such a way that it's almost unconditional, right? Mm -hmm. There's this genuine love for you, for just the fact that you're keeping him in, in a safe place and you're feeding them and you're treating them, you know, well. To me, that is like almost the, the most purest form of what genuine desire looks like, right? That dog mm -hmm. will do anything for you. Now, if you can extrapolate that out to people and, you know, take away the aspect that, you know, people are not dogs. Um, that's basically what I'm trying to get at. Like, I, that's the kind of level of, of love and kind of affection and respect that genuine desire uh, makes Very happen. good. Very good. Yeah, definitely we can break it apart into two different words. Genuine and desire. Genuine is something that you do it uh, genuinely. You know, like, um, what's it transparent. There's no fakeness, there's nothing of that sort involved. You literally, you just genuine with the person about about anything. And desire, desire means, uh, now, when Randy mentioned, like, it can apply in other, the other sorts of relationships, like with your pet, with your family, but usually involves um, between a couple, so men and women, or, you know, if you men, men, girl, girl, anything. <laughs> We don't discriminate, but if you have a desire to be with that person, to get to know the person, that's pretty much it. So, you know, genuine and desire, combine them together and you get genuine desire. So you uh, are transparent and you wanna be with, you wanna get to know the person, you wanna be with the person. You find the person, the other person attractive, you find the person interesting and you actually, you know, wanna be around the person because of you. Not because of some like uh, some illusion that the other person creates in you, like maybe you know for the money or like interest or stuff like that. No, 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 none of that sort. It's pretty much of the person that you're getting to know 
and you actually want to get to know her or you well usually this involves the other way around because i feel like men get more like you know like women physically like for men it's easy to like catch your eye you gotta be cute <laughs> yeah. and but for women it's a little bit more hard to put an eye on a man because you know they have to be um like high value and they have to be like confident and stuff like that like they have like like a more because there's, more there's so many yeah uh, more criteria like a harder criteria because they have so many options like so many options like on the door so yeah so for a girl to have genuine desire to, towards uh, a man it's gonna be a little bit more harder than the other way around but yeah. it's definitely a rare thing you don't really see that often yeah um especially nowadays right like the narrative that's being pushed is that you know i don't need any man uh don't take don't like uh, apply your misogyny to me or whatever the case might be because x y or z that's not like that's not what we're talking about here it's not like oh a woman has to do my bidding in order for that to be genuine desire right yeah like, no. the point is like she genuinely wants me to be there she genuinely wants to be doing the things that i'm doing or wants to accompany me um she wants to be wants to fuck you that's more that too right like yeah. it, it shouldn't be like i have to work for this mm-hmm. don't get me wrong like, if it's in a relationship it's going to take a little bit of work but it's not like oh i have to do x y and z in order to get what i want it should just be like listen we are both in a mutual agreement that this is what we want and maybe we just have to do a couple things to get to that point but at no point it's not it's not a situation of I want her more than and then she wants me and because of that I have to put in more work and then at any moment she can decide that she doesn't want anything and then I have to kind of just sit there and be like okay you gotta respect that but yeah definitely is um it's something that she has to meet you on the middle because you as a man you usually uh, you make the first move so you show the girl that you are interested in her but if she doesn't meet you halfway there you shouldn't like move forward you shouldn't like go like those 60 40 no it has to be 50 50 because this is very important too when we always mention like the gear is going to chase you because if you're chasing the gear that means there's no desire on her end towards you which makes a little bit things a little more complicated and she's just playing you but if she's like interested in you she wants to know you she wants to see um see the person that you are the quality of person the, the quality of man that you are then she's going to meet you halfway there. And that makes things more interesting for both of you because there's no fakeness, there's not, nothing going on, you know? And there's no inspiration, something that we you know. About. I would <laughs> say that, um, that mm-hmm. sometimes they do have genuine desire, but they start playing games, right? So like they learn it from somewhere, like a friend or watch mm-hmm. videos or read books or whatever. Uh, so they, try, they started trying to apply the tactics, tactics of game or manipulation mm-hmm. to some degree in order to kind of elicit more of a response from you, try to get you to invest more into them. And I mean, like it works, right? That's why it's a thing. But at the end of the day, those relationships don't end up lasting because it was built on the foundation of a lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's- you're, you're acting like you're busy, but you're not, you're not doing anything. And then when the moment comes where mm-hmm. like, you know, we're face to face and at this time, you usually are busy doing some sort of work. And I find out that all you're doing is just sitting on your phone, <laughs> doing nothing. Then at that moment, I'm like, all right, so she's been lying to me since day one. What else has she been lying to me about? Mm-hmm. So in that aspect of genuine desire, there, 
there comes, you know, truth and honesty. You can't mm-hmm. be faking it in order to get to the end goal because at some point that's going to catch up to you. Yeah, no, definitely. That's a really great point that you mentioned there. And also that can apply for guys too. Like, oh, 100%. Some, they do it all like, the time. Yeah. Um, you generally have to be doing something, like something towards your goal, something towards your purpose. You need your to purpose. be on your purpose. Yeah, because else, like, if you're just faking that you're busy, like you see her text and you just don't reply because you just want to <laughs> look busy, bro, you're just, you're just playing yourself. <laughs> and not knowledge. Again, it's going to work initially, mm-hmm. but at some point that will catch up to you. No, definitely. Like, especially if you, if you guys start dating, like, it'd be, like you guys are going to definitely, like, once you, you get into a relationship, you're going to spend more time together. And that's when a lot of attraction is lost when another person has been faking it all the time and, you know, yep, it's it's gone. Yeah. but yeah, I think that's pretty good definition of about, about genuine desire. But uh, another thing that I want to point out on this uh, talk topic is that ex- experience matters, in my opinion. Because like, you wouldn't know what you attracted to or what you like unless you experience. So like, what do you think is a good body count? body count mm-hmm. um it depends i feel like it's different for gotten like this goes to like a stereotype oh like oh if a man does it with more women then that makes him you know a cool guy but if a woman does it with many men that, that makes her you know like a slut or something right and there is something to that from like a biological perspective evolutionary mm-hmm. biology but i would say just give you a, a, a number i would say somewhere within the realm of about like three to five that's a but <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I wasn't expecting that to be honest. But yeah, um, my opinion, it should definitely be more than five. Um, just so you, you know, get experience, practice, and know what you're into, and know what you like, and you can share with your partner. And especially once you, you know, you're looking for something like serious, you know exactly like the type of woman that you're looking for or the type of man if it's a okay that situation for a woman because like mm-hmm. you're you don't know what you're attracted to what you like until you tried it or you had it once at least then, so we can like, talk a little bit more about women and the body count because i think that's a good topic and i have some ideas on that but we'll say that yeah. for later. i'll put that yeah, away, actually. Think, yeah actually i was thinking also because like because like girls don't know what they like in they can marry oh it's not that they don't it's just it changes often yeah that's true <laughs> so boom they go into marriage they find something attractive once in the marriage and they're willing to to cheat now women cheat more than guys believe it or not <laughs> it's definitely it's, it's, easier it's, like, it's harder to find out for sure mm-hmm. from what i have seen but yeah okay boom um I think that covers training and desire. We can definitely add to the topic about body counts and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, put it in body count. All right, cool. Uh, all right. I think, you know, to summarize it, training and desire, uh, you genuinely want to get to know the other person or you want to be around the other person. Think like a That's dog simple. that loves you unconditionally. And then, okay. you know, kind of extrapolate that out so it's not so... Bro, now that, you, now that you mentioned a dog last night... Uh, this girl sent me a video about a uh, monkey. And that's because uh, she, she, you know that I love when the monkey. Um, you see, pet, you right? see? That's, that's okay. why I know the girls, you know, have been listening to me and she was interested. I mean, she's interested. 
that's another thing. That's fact. genuine desire, right? Like she's paying yeah. attention. It's not just like, oh, I'm, I'm going to try to, you know, play him or trying to just do <clears throat> just one, uh, one fuck and then that's it. Yeah, yeah. This, this little, this, this, you know, it's a finger monkey. It's so adorable, bro. And, the, and he was taking a bat or something. But I'm, I'm going to send you the video so you can watch it. Sounds cool. good. All right. Uh, next topic. Journaling your workouts. All right, so this one can get a little complicated and boring, but uh, we'll keep it pretty simple. So th one of the, the things that I like doing is, especially, mm -hmm. you know, I'm a personal trainer, so I train clients and stuff, is I log my clients' workouts. Not all the time. Uh, mm -hmm. More now, I'm just literally logging in, like, fitness tests, fitness exams that I do with them. But before, I used to be a little bit more on point with just, like, logging the day-to-day -day workouts. The whole purpose of that is simply just to get a good idea as to where we're at, right? Where we started and where we're at. Now I can do that with the fitness exams because I can check month to month if they're getting stronger, if they're getting faster, if their cardio output is better. But normally um, I would just do that for all my workouts just to see if they're increasing their strength on their, all the main lifts. And again, getting a good idea if they're making progress or they're going backwards. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you see it, right? I document my training on the, the Instagram, right? The whole purpose yeah. of that is one, accountability, right? So I have mm -hmm. other people watching me, but simultaneously, it's just more so I can see like month to month or day to day, week to week, what's the progression? Am I going forward or am I going back? Mm -hmm. Same idea with the working out. Am I going forward or am I going back? Um, additionally, it, it just, it builds this discipline, right? Like, like with anything that you want to be successful in, it has to be with discipline. That's usually one of the main components. And working out is no different. Working out is primarily built on you being disciplined about showing up, doing the work, and mm -hmm. just you know making sure that you're not messing it up by eating any junk food or anything like that. So again, a good way to keep account of that is to track those workouts. Put in journal it down in your um, journal, or you can put it on your phone. You can make a note on your phone. Um, same thing with the food, right? That way, like, you have a reason to show up. You want to make those, you want to see this list complete because week to week, you have this whole thing that you have to journal out. And mm -hmm. if you built out a good routine and discipline with journaling out your workouts, you're like, listen, I have to go in today in order to fill out this sheet because, you know, I'm being consistent and I want to see my numbers improve and I want to get to my goals. Yeah, okay. that's pretty much it. That's what I got. No, I think um, I definitely agree that, you know, journaling, actually, like, overall, journaling is a really good strategy for you to um, first build a habit of consistency. Second, uh, know, you know, you can always go back to what you were doing uh, last week, a month ago, and so forth. So it's accountability. And also to see your progress. And you also get to see, like, you know, reading now. Now, when it comes to fitness, I really suck at journaling my progress on fitness. Um, Most people do. Yeah, it's, it's so annoying every time. That I, I sometimes forget because, you know, I'm like, I'm so concentrated on my workout. And then I, I, yeah, I, I covered the first topic, like the main, main, my, the main, um, the main exercises. But once I get to the little ones, I just, it just get it's so tedious. I don't like it, especially using the like notes to do it. I think it's like really good habit to do so. I definitely should should start doing that more often if I can see the progress. Um, 
But yeah, as, so when as as you were talking, actually, I was thinking about is there an app other than you know notes that we can keep you track of them, like you know like trying I, to I'm make pretty it a little sure bit more there is, but I can't recall right now. I, I'm pretty sure there's one. I just don't remember the name of it. But you know, just like search it up on Google mm-hmm. or the App Store, uh, tracking your workouts. I mean, again, yeah. like it's super simple. You literally make a table on your Google Doc or a Word document and just do that. Mm-hmm. Now I was thinking more like a more analytical. Uh, yo, if there's no one, that's a good idea for an app. Am I, am I, am I looking to it? Yeah, am I looking to it? Because, like, imagine, like, an app that you keep track of it, like, keep track of the actual progress. But let's say squats. This time I lift this amount of pounds and then this amount of reps or sets. And then at the bottom, it shows the graph of your progress. Makes it a little more clear to understand how much you have increased and also... You know, it's more fun to do it because you know mm. that you're getting something back. Because I know I that think... a lot of people like doing that on Excel, mm-hmm. Microsoft Excel, but you know that can get annoying. So yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like if people are getting something back, not just like you know numbers, and then they have to come back to do the analysis, but the analysis is made for them already. I feel like more people will be doing the journaling and keeping sure. track of that. Bro, yeah. that's a good idea. I'm out. I'm out. I'm going to really, really listen to this later, as I can, as I can remember. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, all right. Uh, do you have anything else to add? So what do you use to journal? Aside um, of, like, notes. Yeah, I just use my phone, man. I just make a note. I make a specific category for my workouts and routines, and then I just journal it in. It, it doesn't have, to, like, again, you said you, you can only do the main lifts, right? Then the smaller workouts just kind of get a little too tedious. Fine. Mm-hmm. Just do the main ones. Do the big ones because those are the ones that you're really going to see the progress in. The little things that you're going to be doing, like your arms or your abs, like that's not really going to do too much in the long run. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, those workouts do are <laughs> beneficial, but it's not like those numbers are important. The ones that are important right. are the ones that are the main lifts or the main okay. exercises, whatever those are. Correct. All right. Yeah, that's a really good idea. I will, I need to get back to that because definitely I need some work on. I journal, but not journal. Like you mentioned, that like you journal your treats. I journal usually my ideas or like things that I need, I need to do. And at some point, once you, the more you do it, the more you're like, okay, mm-hmm. so I can, I don't have to like put in all this information. I can just put in like the things that are necessary. Like you get mm-hmm. really good at just kind of cutting out whatever is not useful and then just sticking with the useful stuff and then, you know, just copy paste and just fill oh, it absolutely. out. That's awesome. Cool, cool, cool. All right, let's move on to the next, um, so it doesn't get too long. Fitness. Fitness. No, finance. Oh, finance. Damn, dude. My bad, Monday. Man. Monday morning, they, it's all gloomy and rainy. <laughs> they both started with F, so I was like, fuck. All right, best practices for saving money. Oof. You know what I was thinking, dude? <laughs> if there was a way for us to make the personal development into a word that starts with F, all three categories can be F. They start F, with F. F. <laughs> okay, I would look into that, actually. Personal development. There might be a synonym or something. Yeah. What I'm thinking. No, no, no. I don't see. I don't. No, no, no. We'll, we'll have to take our time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be. It has to be. And it, we need some time to brainstorm. Cool. All right. Uh, best practices for saving money. Now, that's a huge category. That's huge, in my opinion. There's so many practices. And you got to do your own research. <laughs> We're going to give you a couple, like something that works for us or for me. 
I mean, it might, it, like what works for me is not gonna work for Randy and same thing, it's not gonna work for everybody. Right, yeah, right. Correct. And, and there's so many, so many, so many, like a huge list of tips and tricks that you can do for saving money, depending on where you are in life, um, you know, depending on what you're doing. Uh, let's get it started. Let's see, for me, um, one of the best savings, it's not eating out. I like to cook, so usually when out of the pandemic, so when there's no pandemic, if I had to school, if I had to work, I usually cook in my house and I take it with me, like the food. Uh, I do have a day, like on the weekend, usually Saturdays, that I can eat out. That's the only time that I eat out. That's a really good saving for everybody because even if you buy a coffee, that shit adds up. Um, and if you make the math, and the week you're spending over, over $100 just in food that you're eating outside, good. Um, when it comes to insurance for my car, I've managed to share it with my with my mom and my sister. Like I just told them like, hey, you know, you guys are gonna use it. I can, you know, help you with rides and stuff like that. And they helped me pay that. So I save on my insurance that it's like uh, $600 every six months. So it's, it's a huge saving if they help me with that. And also we catch sometimes. Um, when it comes to school, uh, I, I took half this semester because I have a lot of some investments and I made some business decision also, like, you know what I'm talking about. I had to take some loans. So the way that I did it is half, I put it on a credit card and half, I put it on like the actual government loans. So right now I'm starting to pay them off as you know, as I'm in school. So the interest don't add up. And, you know, I had, um, my goal is to graduate with zero free loans, like zero dollar loan. So that's a huge saving in my opinion because interest are a bitch and they're gonna add up eventually. Um, another trick is paying your, okay, having, uh, we, well, we talked about this, like, you know, having a, like a savings account, you know, saving account, like a checkings account with at least um, your emergency money and everything else. Keep it, uh, depending on how much you earn, like the, I would say like, um, like a 30 or 40% of the paycheck, keep it in there for like, like, you know, you pay your phone bills, blah, 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 blah. Now also my phone bill is a really good savings for me because what we did is we created like a, like, like a family account with my sisters and I think, uh, oh, and also my cousin, I think. And now we have like a six lines and that cuts half, like the price by a lot. Like I'm paying $36 a month. So it's huge for unlimited which is a really good saving. Mm, yeah, other than that, I might I definitely have some other tricks, but uh, that's probably my top choices. What about you? Yeah, so similarly with um, like the eating out, that's definitely one of the big things. That's where a lot of my money can be wasted on. Um, mm-hmm. It's just easy, right? Like just not doing anything. And then all of a sudden, you know, I want some food, so I'm just going to order it. So you can order it through the phone or you go out to eat. And then at the end of the month, it racks up to be somewhere within the realm of like 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a good thing that, you know, try to limit that maybe once a week. And then every other time, every, all the other times, you know, try to cook something for yourself. Mm-hmm. And usually it's more healthy anyways, from a, like just a health perspective, because you get an idea of what you're eating. Um, another thing, one of the big things is coffee. So I'm just going to go through the things that like I waste money on. Right. So mm-hmm. this, uh, this little Starbucks coffee, right? <laughs> So this one only costs two sixty nine, and the prices have been slowly increasing because I remember when I started buying 
it was like 233. So now they've been slowly incrementing the price over time. And that's fine. You know, we talked about inflation before, so everything has to go mm-hmm. up over time. That's fine. But those $2, I spend it almost every day. And that adds up. So you take $2 and you extrapolate that out to almost seven days a week. That's almost what? 14, 15 bucks. 14, 15 dollars more. Yeah. I could put that into, well, I mean, for me, I like trading and investing in stocks, right? I can do that or I can put it into a savings mm-hmm. account, have that appreciate a little bit more. Um, sometimes I get hungry. So I have little snacks outside that always adds up to be mm-hmm. about five or $6 over time. If I would have brought snacks from home, right? I can buy in bulk. That way I don't have to waste that money. Mm-hmm. Um, as it pertains to like your savings and uh, checking account. So the way I like to do it with my checking account, I like to have it such that I can pay the credit card balance or like the credit card amount mm-hmm. that I have, like my limit all at once. So hypothetically, let's say I have to use the entire credit that I have on my credit card. I'll use it and then I can pay it off immediately. That way mm-hmm. I can kind of just, you know, I have that as a, a, an assurance instead of me just like using the credit and not being able to pay that back. And then again, like you were talking about the interest rates and all those things, they, they add up over time. Um, let's see, what other stuff? What other little tricks and tips? Oh, cash. So here's a big one. Most people have a tendency of just like using their card nowadays, right? Because it's simple, it's convenient. You don't have to carry cash because it's inconvenient. It's, all, it's in a wallet or something. Right. One of the big... <laughs> things to save money is to actually use cash so because on the credit card you don't really have a good idea of how much money is available for you to use or Mm -hmm. how to limit yourself because you know it's on a fucking credit card you're not going to be paying attention to the bank account all the time you're just going to keep spending money but when you have cash there's a limit there Mm -hmm. and at some point you will run out of cash because you keep spending it that's when you stop you're like okay listen i don't have enough money anymore because i'm out of cash and I'm not going to use my credit card. So, boom. Try to, I would say, like, yeah, just have, like, at least 100 bucks in cash and just, like, have that as the money that you use on your daily basis. And if, like, you run out of that money, like, okay, listen, I'm spending way too much money now. You know, that's definitely one of the bigger ones that I've used a lot, and that saved me a lot of money. Wait, let me just piggyback from what you just said right now, because that's a mm-hmm. really good point that you mentioned. Now, um, when you're using your credit card, you're also getting taxed. Comparing to when you're using cash, you're not. That's something that I notice um, a lot. So depending on the place that you go, like let's say gas. In gas, you're paying more when you pay with credit card if um, comparing to when you pay cash. Now, there's a way around it. The way that I do it is that I use the, um, I go to BP, which is a gas station, the green ones. They have an app. So they give you five cents per gallon. Uh, it gives me a little bit more savings comparing to just, you know, paying the streak with a credit card. So there's a way around that. Uh, now, another thing too, when, you have, when you're carrying cash, carry big bills. So 100 statistics, because I don't know about you, but me, breaking the bill hurts my soul. Like, I don't, yeah, I hate breaking like a $50 bill, like a 100 bill. So I usually, yes, like Randy mentions, I usually do have like a hundred bucks, but there's times that he has caught me that no cash because I don't, like usually my, you know, I get paid straight to my to my bank. So it, for me to go to the ATM and get cash is kind of, I don't do that, <laughs> to be honest. Usually I have 20s but, because that works better out for me. But yeah, I like, I like that idea of big bills. Yeah, uh, but yeah. And another thing too is that I'm, I can control with my credit card. Now, another good point, savings. 
clothing. Avoid buying as much clothes as you can. Like, don't buy clothes at all. Go to your to your uh, to your uh, closet and just check what you have and what you need. And just buy the things that you need. Like for me, I haven't buy a uh, like a like a thing clothing for like ages. Like I don't buy it. Like this this is from my last university that I had. Like I avoid buying clothes and I still look fashionable and modern. That's another topic right there. How do you like be minimalistic and fashionable? Mm-hmm. But clothing, like you know, if it works, it works. But you do, you don't need to be like on trend like all the time. Especially if you're trying to like pursue um, financial freedom and you want to be more, you know, conscious of what you're spending. Because remember, this is a cons- oh avoid like buying uh, streams. Like I don't pay for shit. I don't pay for a check. I don't pay for Netflix. I don't pay for Hulu, Disney Plus. None of that. I have them. Amen. Amen. Be careful. Be careful there. Why? Allegedly, allegedly, you don't pay for these things. Why? You know, fuck, if somebody finds out that you're, like, using somebody else's account, that's fraud. That's not fraud. Oh, yeah. Like, no, no, but I use the people that I know. But they Still, the- you're not supposed to. Uh, you allegedly do that. Allegedly, yeah. But anyways, um, but yeah, about, you know, getting into every single stream. Just, you know, maybe try the free trials and then watch all the shows that you want. Cancel the shit. Make new emails. You can always use new emails and then, like, you know. Yeah, uh, the Netflix. Too. I know Netflix for sure. Like they up the price after the mm-hmm. first month, but if you just keep making new emails, you can just you know keep it cheap. Also, another thing too, um, what was it? Shit. Oh, movies. Movies. There are free websites for movies if you want to watch a movie, like good movies. Um, but yeah, so there's ways around it. There's, like I said, there's a ton, ton of lists, and what works for us is not gonna work for you. And same thing, what works for you, because you know, like maybe you have a house, you have a mortgage, maybe you have like a family, like Randy lives on his own. So how is that savings going for you? I'm not technically living on my own yet, but um, I mean, it's going pretty good because I'm obviously with uh, me working here at the gym, you know, I can make a decent living. I'm the mm-hmm. only trainer right now. So that makes it much easier. Um, but yeah, a lot of it is coming down to being really diligent about not spending money when I don't have to. It's really yeah. easy. Again, I can just order food and like I'm hungry and I don't want to mm-hmm. cook anything. There goes 40 bucks. So okay. Just be really diligent. Don't don't, yeah, don't waste know. the money when you don't need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely you, should, you have to treat yourselves here and there, but don't do it like so often. Like, don't get it, make it into a habit in other mm-hmm. words. All right, this is going way too long. Uh, let's jump into like news updates. Uh, news updates on my end. Um, everything is kind of stable everything is very calm in the markets uh there's few ipos that we're looking for well i'm looking for uh roblox uh you know applied for ipo this week and also wish the the famous e-commerce now wish is kind of like what anybody can do you know drop shipping pretty much it's not re- they don't deal with a storage they just rebrand the marks from alibaba and then just sell it to you for a higher price but it's interesting to see that they are IPO because I don't think uh, there's growth in that, especially with Amazon and uh, Walmart on the market. We will see how that goes. Uh, other than that, it is Christmas. Um, <laughs> it is Thanksgiving <laughs> week. Too early, too early. Thanksgiving week. Uh, definitely, if you need something in your house, if you're looking uh, for something to buy, not actually need, 
Black Friday is definitely has really good deals. And next week, Cyber Monday as well. We're looking at the stocks to buy and see which e-commerce Let's is going to Let's see which one goes be. on sale. Yes. As for us, not, not the actual product, but the actual company. Uh, I'm looking into um, uh, increasing my, my share position in Amazon as well as Walmart. I hold both of them. Really good investments. Uh, also, eBay being on the headlines. Highlines. Headlines? Headlines. Headlines. This week. Yeah, headlines this week. Uh, this, part, this entire month, which is kind of crazy. Randy can go into detail because I know he, he knows more about that than I do. And other than that, yeah. Is that short mm-hmm. week also? Um, yes, yeah, a short week in the markets. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, I know for sure Thursdays the market isn't open, but I'm not too sure about uh, Friday. But um, yeah, so for me, I've been, again, like I've been making a killing with my electric vehicle stocks, right? So with my Neo and Tesla, I've just been bouncing back and forth between those guys. I showed you, I was telling you the other day or yesterday about the new one, Solo, right? So that's mm-hmm. a, that one that might have competition because it's based out of Canada and they have a working product. Now it's a really small car. So, you know, it's going to obviously appeal to some audience. Just not sure if the demand is really going to be there to support it. But in the short term, the company seems like it has a lot of growth potential. So I'll definitely be trying to trade that. Um, anything else? Got, so I don't know if I told you about a workhorse. And then the other one is called Arrival. So these guys are, they have upcoming contracts with USPS um, to make the trucks for them. Electric, uh, electric oh, trucks, right? So these guys, again, if those contracts go through, that could definitely, you know, boost the sales of the company and really make them grow. So uh, the tickers for that one is WKHS. That's Workhorse. And the other one, there's a parent, there's right now a holding company for Rival. Mm-hmm. It hasn't had an IPO yet, but the parent, the holding company is CIIC. Um, and then once out. that one goes public, then we'll see. Um, but yeah, besides that, I'm just looking to see where the value is, where the potential is, and I'm just trading that, man. So we have another nice, strong green week like we had last week. Yeah, definitely. We're going to have some greens this week. Last week, it was so flat. It was so sad to see. Well, I mean, actually, it's so calm to see that it was really flat. Maybe um, the calm before the storm or things are starting to stabilize? Yeah, we'll see what happens. And tech is definitely, you know, um, it's stable. Exactly. It's not really moving too much anymore. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Uh, other than that, I don't have anything else to add. Do you? No, that's it, man. All right. Well, that's pretty much it. Thank you for tuning in. Um, let's get keep the show on the road, man. We're doing <laughs> thanks. Two months in now, <clears throat> month number two. So thanks oh. for listening, and hope you're enjoying. Oh yeah, it's two months. Time, time flies, man. All right, peace out.